Hello, page layout and typography. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, we are in week 13 right now. So this week, I'm just, there's no detailed agenda. I want you to create an interesting infographic. I have a Word document for you to look at. You're going to work on your last lesson, lesson 13 from your textbook. Um, I think, I don't know, final project sketches do. Mm, I might change that to next week. I'm not sure. So look at the agenda for sure. And then you're going to share the PDF of your final menu project. So that's what's kind of going on. So hopefully all of you have taken a look at the final project. I'll discuss it in a minute. But I just wanted to take a moment to just um, briefly discuss this infographic assignment. So if you're not familiar with this term infographic, please take a look at um, some of the videos that I have or you know look to YouTube to help you to understand what an infographic is. It normally is just a very quick visual re representation of something. Um, sometimes people use graphs, but graphs can be distracting. So it's just, you're going to just kind of create a tablet-sized infographic of something, you know, some type of statistic. So I've had people in the past do things like milk consumption in the United States, you know, for a particular year. Um, you could talk about politics because that's sort of um, what's on everyone's mind right now if you wanted to do a quick infographic about something around that. Or if you're interested in something like... Um, I don't know. I've been watching Mandalorian. Like, how many people watched, you know, the latest um, episode of Mandalorian or just something like that? But, class, what infographics are is they're not super text heavy and just realize that there's something that you can just post on a wall and you can just take in the information really quickly in a matter of seconds. So, um, whatever you want to do it on is fine. Um, just make sure you have a focal point and that you're using appropriate text that you can take that information in quickly. So let me know if you have questions about that. All right. Okay, I just wanted to take a minute and kind of just talk again about the final travel brochure and event poster. I do have a trifold um, example for you. I have an ID, um, INDD file or an IDML file, which is like an older uh, file format. But please use these class like. You don't need to construct the brochure um, from scratch. So let me just kind of open this up and take a look at it so you understand what's going on. Please also take a look at the rubric of how I'm going to be grading this project. That's really important. Um, so let's see. We're just taking a minute. Okay, I have some videos for you to kind of take a look at how to construct a trifold brochure, um, how to design something using what they call grid. Um, if you would like to do that, I have some videos about that. So you're basically creating, this is very important class, a two-sided brochure, three-panel folder brochure. So many times people will turn something in and it's just one-sided only. That's not correct, and you're not going to get you know a good grade or a grade at all if you don't do it two-sided. So needs to be two-sided. That's why I'm having you use the examples that I am posting because I think they will help you. And I would even encourage you, if you have a printer that could do double-sided, mine's sort of dated and I can even do that, just to make sure that things are folding okay. Like the first panel is, you know, going from, um, you know, left to right or right to left and all that type of stuff that everything is folding appropriately. What's really important to class about a brochure is that 
the first side and the second side look the same in terms of consistency, type that you're using, color, layout, or whatever. I've had people do a lot of different things, you know, and if you looked at um, brochures online last week, you could see that sometimes they would have sort of um, the panel inside kind of cascading throughout, you know, all the panels in the inside, so it just kind of looks like a big sort of um, big panel and then it just folds appropriately or you can do everything you know in kind of a single panel it's really up to you but please focus on consistency you want to make sure that you're focusing on these things that I have as you work through your travel brochure and event poster think about these things I have them highlighted here on page two of the parameters of this project uh, you can look at other examples of brochures um, I think I'm just going to have, yeah, I, I just decided. This is a decision I'm just making. Sketches are going to be due when they were supposed to be due, the 29th. Um, I already have that and everything, so I'm just going to leave it the same. So please get your sketches in to me. Make sure that you're reading about what you need in terms of sketches. You have to have at least five things on your final travel brochure. This is page three of six. Uh, it needs to have locations. Um, is that are you talking about somewhere in particular you know maybe uh, restaurants bars amusement parks shows whatever famous destinations maybe a map of that city um, that you're doing um, scenery you know attractive pictures images of locations places to stay uh, campgrounds hotels hostels tours or transportation maybe testimonials of people who have gone there. I'm not sure what you're doing. You can do a city, country, actually a location if you want to do an actual location to something. Historical facts that might be interesting, calendar of events, uh, currency exchange rates if this is out of the country, and then travel and safety tips. Maybe you could put stuff, you know, around COVID. I don't really know, but kind of work with this project as if COVID's not happening, you know, and everything is open. Um, it's imperative to include websites, phone numbers, addresses in your local brochure of things. If you can um, figure out real information, I would totally do that. For the other five things, I would try to find real information as well and then maybe just put a little text box, cite it, of where that information came from. I'm not super worried about plagiarism right now. You can cop copy and paste things, but just cite the information. Okay, that's really important. For your event poster, um, this can be a real event or a fictitious event, but it has to be in the same location as your brochure. So if you are doing your um, brochure about, I don't know, somebody in my other class did something about Estes Park. I don't know if you've all been there in Colorado um, where the Stanley Hotel is, which is gorgeous. I would so go there. Um, and there's rumors that it's haunted or maybe that's real. I don't know. Um, we went there and had some kind of crazy experiences when I went there. But, okay, so maybe my um, brochure is all about Estes, right? They have tons of little, you know, uh, shops and um, places to eat and all that stuff. And maybe I want to highlight the Stanley Hotel. Maybe I want to do an event poster um, that happens in Estes. Maybe I want to do, like, um a haunted Halloween tour or something like that, maybe through the Stanley. I'm not sure. So I could create an event poster for that. So I hope you all get the idea. But if that event doesn't actually exist, that's okay. Just make a fictitious event, but it has to be um, it located in the destination of the brochure. I hope that makes sense to all of you. 
and then I just have some other information about it. So please look at the parameters. I would open up the rubric. Um, this is not anything you need to grade. I'm going to grade it. This is your final project class, so please look to due dates. That's really important. Uh, class, our virtual class is ending early. So that's really important to understand and realize that our last virtual class together is going to be Wednesday, December 9th by 11.59 p.m. You will still be uploading things to um, iDrive for these projects. Make sure everything is in on or before that time. Class, I'm not going to take work late for this final project at all. Like, seriously. And if anything is up, Things are askew with your grades, something, you know, is wrong with your grade book, you're, you're looking at your grade book, please get in touch with me, you know. Um, once the final virtual day is done, the class is done. You know, by, all, by my account, nothing else can be turned in, um, and I'm trying to roll grades. We have so many things going on as teachers right now. We're, um, Blackboard is completely going to be eliminated. We're all moving to Brightspace Spring 2021. I don't know if you know that. Uh, spring 2021 term starts on January 11th, I'm pretty sure. Um, I have a lot to get done. That's why grades need to be into me, and I want to make sure that all your grades are posted on time and all that type of stuff. Any questions about this final project, other things that we're working on, please get in touch, but please look over your gradebook and let me know exactly what class you're in, right, who you are, what the assignment's, assignment is, if it was wrong, if it was graded wrong, what went wrong, you know, whatever. And class, all of this material from now on has to be packaged and compressed. I don't know, like by the end of class, I think you all will have gotten this <laughs> or perfected this, right? But some of you are still not compressing things um, or packaging them correctly. I don't know what's happening, but it's just, I guess, all about 2020. Um, this will probably be my final podcast to you. So I just wanted to say that class, wow, you all have done extraordinary, um, you know, as students and especially with all the circumstances that we're all undergoing right now, uh, living through COVID, living through a pandemic, surviving, you know, through a pandemic and whatever other challenges that you're dealing with. I'm not sure if you're dealing with, you know, um, who knows, like educating your kiddos at home or, you know, other types of financial stressors. Like it has been oh, a term that um, I think, honest to God, has been the hardest term I've ever had in 16 years. So I applaud you that you have done well. We're almost done. We just have a couple of weeks to go. Um, I may have a final um, discussion that I'll post in a a learning module, you know, I'll probably call it week 14, 15. Um, please make sure that you're getting that work done. And if you have questions, get in touch with me. Also, just an aside, I hope you guys have a blessed, you know, holiday with Thanksgiving. Just please listen to everyone class and tell your friends and family to listen to, um, you know, the governor's recommendation, the CDC's recommendation. Please just stay at home this year. You know, don't, um, be with friends or family. I know it's such an important holiday. Maybe some of you don't celebrate it at all. I don't know. But please, you know, do things virtually. You know, eat together virtually. FaceTime each other. Skype each other. Like, I just feel like this pandemic is so awful. 
it's so awful that we all just have to do our part, really. And these are the recommendations coming through, you know, the governor and the CDC right now of not to travel, not to be around people and all that stuff. So please, you know, try your best to comply to that. Other things. Have a, you know, joyous uh, winter break. We have about a month off class. So, you know, however you um, celebrate um, your time off, you know, and then the upcoming holidays with Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, I'm not sure, maybe don't celebrate at all, but please have a great holiday break, get some rest from all the challenges of being in class, and, um, you know, try to get yourself together for the start of January, you know, 2021. Um, if you see things online that are sent out to students about training for you know, Brightspace, I would really try to do that, especially because we're all going to be online again. And I'll tell you, I went through a training. It was kind of like a three-week accelerated training. Like, I did it probably four months ago, and I'm already feeling like I'm forgetting everything. So I'm even taking an intercession class to kind of as an, a refresher of what I need to know um, in terms of, you know, figuring out Brightspace. So if you need to do that, please do that. Um, if you need to know how to do that, get in touch with me and maybe I can try to find some resources for you for students of how to maneuver through Brightspace. Otherwise, it's been a pleasure having all of you in class. Thank you so much. I hope, I know this class was rigorous. There was a lot going on, but I hope at this point you understand the purpose of InDesign to sort of brings it all together and you have a better understanding of how InDesign works and um, that you've learned some things, you guys, in the past 15 weeks. I really hope. I mean, we're not to week 15 yet, but I hope um, it's been a good class even though we've been all online and you've gotten something out of it and you have some takeaways from the class. But please be well. If you need anything at all from me, please let me know. Um, I'm still here for you, even if I don't do another podcast or, you know, um, I'm still here for you. So you know how to contact me, you know, email, text. Um, I still have a Google voice number. It's been like acting up, so I don't know. I mean, texting probably works better with their Google Google voice number. Then um, sometimes I don't get messages from people for like a week, so that's very discouraging. I may not be using it for that anymore, but... Um, have a great one. You guys have a great Thanksgiving, however you celebrate it. And I wish you all the best. Okay, bye-bye.